Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. Here on this podcast, we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. I am the host of this podcast and my name is Shakira. So I recognize and realize that we have a lot of new listeners. Thank you for joining us. I don't know how you found us. Maybe it was your friend aunt a cousin co-worker I don't know but after this episode is over I really do hope that you will stay subscribed so you'll be notified every single time we have a brand new episode which is every Tuesday at 9 a.m but I did want to bring to your attention that it is nearing the end of 2019 and there's so much that I want to get out and say before the top of the year before 2020 I just want to finish some things off before a new year so with that being said there are going to be weeks coming weeks where we are going to double up on episodes so this week is going to be one of them there's going to be a part one and two of the conversation that I am having today um and more on that later but I said that to say that soon very soon you're going to see a lot of two podcast episodes coming out in one week you all love that you all love that so I'm sure that is good news for most if not all of you so yeah let's have a quick little break and I'll be right back all right so like I was saying there are going to be double episodes in the coming weeks. Um, I can't guarantee that every week is going to be, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, but there are going to be quite a few weeks coming up where you're going to have two episodes in one week. And today I am having a conversation with a friend from college. Her name is Diamond Rollins. Diamond is an influencer. She's a model. She's a great person. She is soft-spoken, just beautiful she has a beautiful spirit and a beautiful aura about her I met Diamond when I was a June senior junior I don't know don't quote me I was a junior or a senior at FAMU and she was at FAMU as well um I do want to preface this episode first of all let me say that there are no carefree updates today because all of the updates that I have for you all um it's just too much. I have too much to say about stuff. Like I can't bring it down for a carefree update section of the podcast because I want to really address some things that have been going on and I will address those things next week. But this week is just going to be a straight conversation with me and Diamond. We talk about a lot. We talk about relationships. Um, I give y'all some tea on some of mine. Um, We talk about self-discovery. We talk about finding yourself after college. We talk about toxic friendships. We talk about a lot in this podcast episode. So I hope that you all enjoy it. I do want to let you all know that we were on the way back to our hometown from Jacksonville, Florida. So if the audio sounds a little weird, it is because we were literally in the car on the way back home. So that is the car sound. You might hear a blinker, you might hear the road, you might hear the outside of the car sometimes. And that is why, because I just decided that it would be kind of cool to record a podcast on the go, like while we're on the road. It was dark, it was late at night, and 
vulnerability comes out at night. You know, they say the freaks come out at night. Vulnerability really comes out at night. So you're going to hear us be vulnerable. I hope that you all enjoy this podcast episode and feel like you're in the car with us. Now, before we hop into that, we're going to have a brief break, pay some bills with our sponsors, and then you'll hop right into today's episode. Enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, y'all. So I have a special guest with me right now. Her name is Diamond Rollins. So Dime and I, if you hear me refer to her as Dime, it's because that is her nickname. And by the way, the sound may sound kind of rough right now, but that is because we are literally on the road back home from Jacksonville, Florida. Yes, I told you all last week that I was in Jacksonville with Dime, actually. Um Right, we were in Jacksonville, um, and we went back today. So today is a Sunday. We we went back earlier to see one of our friends. She crossed over into AKA land. She's now an AKA Jasmine, and you all know Jasmine from Homegirl Talk with Jasmine. Um, there were two parts of that. If you have not heard that, you can check it out on the podcast. Anyway, we are on the road back from Jacksonville. And we just decided to have an impromptu podcast session while we are driving back home. It is 9.30 p.m. at night. It is dark. And we have had these deep and I feel like meaningful conversations um, going and coming back from Jacksonville both last weekend and this weekend. So I said all of that to say if you hear the road or if you hear some background noise, don't be alarmed. We are literally in a car recording a podcast for you, Okay. <laughs> So bear with us. Now, I'm going to let Dime introduce herself and also tell you all a little bit more about herself. Um, So, yeah. Hey, guys. What's good and what is popping? It's your girl, Dimes. Now, um, my street name is actually Dimes. So, you know, basically, don't don't be alarmed. It's me, kids. It's me. So, um, as Shakira already said, I am... I mean, I am a flourishing entity. I I don't really know what to call myself, like, in a singular word. 
or if I were to call myself something, I'd say I'm a creator. So I am on Instagram as like a content creator and I am also a model. I would say that I'm a petite model, you know, just trying to break it in <laughs> in the industry, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I guess that's who I am. I'm just a flourishing entity, if you will. Is that too deep for the people? No, that's, no, that's perfect. That's perfect. <gasps> oh my gosh, thank you yeah, so much. that's perfect. Uh, Diamond and I, we were actually just having a conversation when we were heading out of Jacksonville about, and actually coming back into Jacksonville earlier, we were talking about like social media and the image that we portray on social media as opposed to who we really are in real life, like in person for people who actually know us and the conversation we were kind of having one was about um comparing ourselves to other people on social media because it is a very real thing it's human nature to kind of compare yourself to other people and another thing we were talking about was how sometimes we will portray an image that we want people to accept us as on social media meanwhile that's not who we really are in real life but sometimes people will push an image out because that's how they want other people to view them. And sometimes it's because they feel like um, it may attract more followers. But granted, I was telling Dom earlier, you know, you can portray an image that may get you followers, but those aren't the followers that you really want. And then when you try to change back into who you really are, you have these follow all these followers now that followed you for other reasons and they're like hold up i didn't follow you for this like well, what are you doing go back to posting the other stuff so we were talking i'm gonna ask her how she feels about it too but we were talking and i was telling her that for a while i felt like being that i had the podcast and i had the blog and all of these other things I felt like the image that I needed to push on social media was like this kind of person who had it all together, like this just like self-help kind of guru person or whatever. And I realized like that's not fun, first of all. And secondly, um, just like in the Solange song where it's like I can't be a singular manifestation of myself. There's too many levels. And you aren't limited to one image of yourself like just because you post inspirational stuff doesn't mean that that's all you are you are multifaceted you have different interests different things that you know you love and care for for me if you follow me on instagram you know i love ratchet music i love hood music um and i can't apologize for that but for a while i felt like that's not that wasn't something that I should let people know because it didn't coincide with the person on the podcast saying, you know, this is how you can be a better person. This is how you love God, but you can love God and also love hood music. I do like, <laughs> I, I believe that, you know? So I, you know, put that aside and started to really be myself and not apologize for that and not feel bad for you know, being who I am and letting the world see that person. And I feel like when you are completely and utterly yourself on social media, you attract the people that need to be in your tribe. Like, do you agree with that? I definitely agree. I feel like people are there for a reason. 
and when people feel like they can relate to you more then they feel more inclined to like follow your life because it's like wow like I see so much of myself in her I want to keep following her on her journey because I could do that too because she's just like me or he's just like me so I mean I know that it's really difficult sometimes because social media kind of like makes you feel as though you need to have everything together everything needs to be perfect every photo needs to be perfect every video needs to be perfect and I mean unfortunately that's not realistic like literally it could take you 10 times to get that one recording right or that one photo right so it's just really refreshing to see more realistic personalities and not these made-up fake ones that people feel like is what their audience or what people would want to see you know what I'm saying and I, I feel like people are I feel like we're in a shift now with social media where people are drifting more towards images and individuals that are more personable like people that they can relate to um of course you still have the instagram models you still have the supermodels you still have the artists and celebrities that you know you follow but you know ultimately that that image is just like aspirational it's for aspirational purposes but more so people now are following people that look like them, that act like them, people that don't have it all together all of the time, like that aren't always on all of the time because you know that that's not real life and it's not our life, at least, you know? Literally, I just feel like, um, like even if you guys or any of you are like content creators or like social media is kind of a way that you make money, if you will. It is really hard not to compare yourself to other like creators, but even those creators don't have it all together. And it's like, it's a process for sure because I myself am still working on it, but I am also a perfectionist. So I'm trying to balance like being a perfectionist but also not feeling like I everything has to be perfect I know that's such a contradiction but it's the truth like everything can't be perfect but I strive to make it that way but also I strive to try and be realistic but I don't know it's it's a process for sure but it's just something that comes with time and like Shakira said we're always evolving so it's like you don't have to feel like you only need to be one type of person when you're you're always constantly learning something new every day even about yourself so how can someone really ever truly know you or for you enough to just be one standalone person and I feel like we put too much on people sometimes like when people aren't when we have an idea of someone in our head and we I think we talked about this last week Yes. Um, you can follow someone for a while, you know, celebrity, regular person, whatever you consider to be a regular person. Everyone's a regular person. Um, but you can follow someone for a while and then you feel like you know them, but you only know them based off of social media. And when they post something or when they say something or do something that doesn't align with that image that you had of them in your head, you're like, oh, they changed. Like, who is this? But really, you can't continue to hold people to a standard. One, when you don't know them. And two, when 
like I said, we're always evolving. Like, and I told you all last week um, in that episode that, um, let me see, what was the title of It's Not You, It's Them. You can't, if you're the same person that you were a year ago, I'm side-eyeing you. <laughs> because <laughs> you should always be trying to be better. You should always be evolving. You should always be changing. You should always be working towards something more than what you were a year ago. And if you're that same person, then something is wrong. And if you have an image of how you feel like someone should be on social media and they aren't that, like, you have to understand that people change, people evolve. And maybe that's not the same person they were a year ago. You don't know what personal experiences they've had that have caused them to change and shift and do different things. And if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't float your boat anymore, (laughs) anymore, unfollow them. Like, there's an unfollow button. And, you know, I always wonder about that. It's just like people always have so much to say about these people, but they continue to follow them. Oh, my gosh. We talked about that last week because, remember, we were like, um, the comment section. That was me and you, right? Yeah. Um, The comment section on Instagram is like one of the most toxic places on the Internet. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I hate to look at people's comment sections because... I mean, you just see some some really bad stuff. Remember, I told you where it's like, I hate you, die. Like, yes, why, like how, how can you say that I'm to saying, someone? Uh, it's just so disturbing. But this is literally like the type of people that we have to coexist with, like <laughs> stupid people. Because if you don't like someone, why are you consistently on their page following every little thing? You know more about their life than they know about their life. But yet you hate them and you want them to die. What does that even mean? It's crazy. Explain it to me. Audience, you let me know. Let me know down in the comments what you got to say. (laughs) Because it's crazy. It's just like, and then you know, and I know from experience that sometimes um, people are miserable. Like, you don't know what people are going through on the other side of the screen or on the other side of the phone or keyboard or anything. And you have to remember that, but sometimes it's hard to remember. And there's like a quote where I can't remember it verbatim, but it says something like you can have like a hundred people tell you they love you. And then you have one who's like, I hate you. You're ugly. (laughs) And instead of you remembering the 100 people that love you, you remember that one person that said they hate you because negative negativity, it lives longer and it has it has a longer lifespan than positivity. That is why um, people share negative news more than positive news. We will talk about gossip and negative things happening in people's lives before we talk about positive things because it's more entertaining to tell you something bad that happened, something negative. So you have to like kind of live in a space of like forgiveness and sympathy sometimes for those kind of people even though it's bad because I know once when so most of you all know I have a YouTube channel and I know one of my videos that had like gotten a lot of traction and some outlets had picked it up and stuff so you know a lot of weirdos come out of the woodwork they come out of the woodwork when you know something goes viral like that and one of the comments you know I had so many comments on the video And some of them were like, um, 
you know, thank you for this. I really appreciate this. And then I got one comment one day and it still stuck with me to this day. This video is like two years old now, two or three years old. And it still stuck with me. I remember it specifically because the guy who commented, he was like, I hate you in words, like hard ER. He was like, you in words, like N-I-G-G with the E-R at the end. Oh. And, I, and I was like, wow, like it, it hurt me. And this was before any of this other stuff was going on. Like, wow, this, you know, political stuff before any of that. And I was just like, somebody called me an N-word, you know? Right. And I, I held on to that more than I held on to all of the positive comments on the video because negativity does that. Like, it's like a leech. Positivity is like a butterfly because it's beautiful when you see it. And then it flies away, and you kind of forget you just saw it. Right. But a leech will get on you and leech the, like, suck the life out of you. Literally. Oh, that is so intense. Like, and I I often wonder, like, what possesses the person to, like, even leave the comment? Like, are they looking for your response? Do they really want your attention? Do they low-key love you? And they just really want to stir some things up to see if you will respond to them? I don't know, but I definitely think the bigger that your platform gets, the more you need to prepare for negativity because people, I think that's just the world that we live in. People are just negative. They just want to be. So they just feel like either they can get your attention, they want to start something, or they have absolutely nothing else to do. And I really believe that because when you look at the people who comment negative comments, they're always so like there's either no profile <laughs> or it's of some type of caricature, yes. a flower, a plant. I don't know. But it's just like, who are you? Like, it's usually you don't, you don't even have like a picture. a picture. Zero followers. Right. So it's kind of like you don't want it to mean something, but... I don't know negativity just interrupts the whole feng shui of like your calmness of life I suppose and it can really get to you but I feel like you just really have to and I know it's hard to do this but block it out or don't read the comments I know some like people with higher platforms turn off the commenting but it's kind of unfair to the people who really do love you and just want to tell you that but if some people can't handle it, then I'd say turn them off or literally don't read them. Yeah, you can't. Like, if you if you are someone who it really affects you, and this isn't just for, like, content creators and influencers. This is, you know, anyone because anyone could be going through it. Um, if you know that it's going to affect you in a way that you can't really handle emotionally be able to just not read it and it's i feel like it's easier said than done like you can easily say oh don't read the comments like yeah but if you get the notifications to your phone you kind of can't help but read the comments yeah so (laughs) it's just like turn it off if it's something that you can't handle and go on about your day and don't worry about what people have to say and also you know that kind of leads me into another point about like what were we talking about last week where we were like, you know, you can't worry about what people say or like what people think about you. Because if you were always concerned about what people 
thought about you, how people felt about you, you would be in a living in a constant state of like paranoia. Mm-hmm. Always, I remember when we were talking about always like living up to people's idea of us. Yeah. Remember? Yes. And how sometimes we will alter ourselves to fit other people's image yeah. of how they think we are. Right. Um, like literally, I feel like if people thought you were supposed to be like the most perfect person and you know you always had to look super nice and everything just had to stay on point all the time then it's kind of like you have to live up to that standard of what people are expecting of you so it's just like you're it's like a constant state of always trying to please someone but you forget yourself so it's like when are you ever pleasing yourself and I think if you stay in the state of like social media, people living up to a standard, then I think you're gonna lose yourself and then you're gonna shut down completely. And you're gonna have, you're literally gonna have to force yourself to find yourself at some point. And that's literally what can happen if you just don't, I don't know, like focus on who you are yeah. and what you like. What do you like to do? What do you yeah. like? Like, when Shakira was talking about she likes ratchet hood music. My gosh, why not? Like, what's wrong with that? Everybody else listens to freaking hood ratch music. I like a good hood ratch sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to bop sometimes. But sometimes I think people aren't expecting that of me. Like, Diamond, you listen to hood music? Like, no, you're not supposed to listen to that. You're you're like the good person the good girl if right. you will but it's like, like what, what does that even mean what like, what, what does, does that, that mean? mean like being good what it, <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to be good and what are you not supposed to do while being good right. you know what i'm saying and we were i think practicing i feel like discovering who you are and being true to that person is like a very active process like it's not something that you cannot be present for you have to actively be discovering who you are and setting time aside to say, who am I? What do I like? What do I like to wear? What piques my interest? What don't I like? Because that's also a part of the process. What am I attracted to? What am I not attracted to in a person? And I think I was telling you um, last week that when I was in college, how I was telling Don that, um, you know when I graduated high school I was one person and then when I went through college I felt like I became another person and then after I graduated I kind of had to rediscover who I was because in college I transformed into who other people told me I was based off of their own you know things within themselves but I guess it comes with maturity and getting older you don't want to I just I'm at the point where I don't have time to like appease you like either you like me or you don't and that's for you know friendships that's for acquaintances that's for relationships and I'm over the whole let me shift and have this whole metamorphosis to become who you think I am or who you want me to be I, I really feel like literally in every stage of life you should be evolving like you said like literally high school I feel like I was very lost in who I was I think we kind of all had that moment in high school where you're just trying to figure out what do I like 
what am I gonna do I don't really know who am I supposed to hang with like it's just like very clicky ish more so in high school so you're trying to figure out who's your crowd you get to college especially if you have an HBCU experience something happens to you like it's it's a metamorphosis as Shakira said and it's just different things that you go through and that you really learn about yourself I feel like in college my style changed I used to be more kind of like mixing patterns and more kind of out there with my style but then I started learning about simpleness and minimalism and embracing your natural hair your natural ways natural products like it just became a whole mood and then I started to shift into that type of girl so now you graduate and you're in your big girl job so now you're shifting into like older people and how they act and you're trying to keep your same ways but you're still transforming so basically I say all that to say don't be afraid of change like don't run away from that but embrace that and incorporate it into the person that you're becoming along the way definitely I definitely feel that and see I feel like for high school for me it was different because when I was in high school I felt like I that was probably the most I knew myself Yeah, and it sounds weird, but I honestly feel like that because I wasn't, it's my senior year specifically. I can't speak for like a freshman, sophomore, junior (laughs) year, but my senior year specifically because I, you know, I was focused on things that I liked. I was talking to someone at the time, I guess you'd say dating, I don't know. Um... (laughs) And he was definitely my type. That's my type. That's my. He was my type. Um, and I didn't feel like by me, and not to say that like dating someone is like all you are as a person. There are so many layers. It's way more to it. But I didn't feel like when I was dating this person or talking to this person that I had to be anyone else but myself. Um, but then when I got to college you know he accepted me as me so okay let me give y'all the tea right so (laughs) get ready so in high school my 12th grade year I was valedictorian of my graduating class I had a full ride scholarship to go to FAMU so I was very much so into my books and like studies and everything like that and I he was the opposite (laughs) yeah so like he um I'm like trying to find <laughs> a way to put this like uh, well um he was like the opposite like okay people and I, I told you this last week too I think like when people found out about us they were like what like, you, <laughs> you like it was kind of like that bad boy good girl kind of thing and people were like why <laughs> like what do you see in him what? type of thing like he's gonna drag you down but I honestly felt like if anything, if I was slipping on something, he would be like, Shakira, like, he might not have been doing his work, but he would be like, you need to do your work, or you need to be doing this, you need to go to that meeting, that SGA meeting, or whatever, but I felt like he accepted me for me, but then when I got to college, and that kind of, like, didn't work out, because he didn't go to college, you know, Um, he went, he didn't finish, Um, so I started, you know, dating and talking to other people now these people I thought you know in my mind because I had been 
you know, talking to him for however long. I thought, you know, when you get to college, you know, these are like college educated kind of men. They're on a different level intellectually and emotionally. And I was dead wrong. (laughs) Dead, dead people. Dead wrong. (laughs) Dead wrong. I felt like, if anything, when I was dating those people, that's the most, the most time I felt like I couldn't be myself. I would morph into who they wanted me to be as a person. Whoever I was talking to at the moment, like, I would conform to their needs. I would conform to their idea of their ideal woman or whatever because I wanted to fit into the mold of what they wanted instead of them fitting into the mold of what I wanted. You know, and I feel like oftentimes we do that a lot as women where we are always searching for this image of how men want us to be we always want like we want to be the prize like we want to make men see us as the prize instead of actually just being the prize like you don't have to make anyone see anything and I think that's where we mess up I agree I guess why my gosh people why is it that the girl has to like I believe there's a saying that says why do we as women have to hurt first in order to understand what a good man is what why do I have to go through trial and freaking tribulation to get the good out of you I don't think I should have to struggle in order to understand what a good man is like why do I have to Ugh. I am I am so over struggle love struggle struggle love i am over struggle love and i feel like we were all fed that idea that like you need to go through hell and high water to get to the other side of love and that's not what love is that's not what it is and i hate that we push that image to girls like especially young girls and women too yeah did you see that post um gucci man i posted on my story one day I don't know if you saw it, but I posted it on my story where he like posted that wedding picture of him and Keisha Kaor, and he was like, um, "She was with me when I was cheating with other women. She stayed down for me even through all of that." And it was just like I don't know if it's still on his page, but I posted it to my story because I saw way too many people in the comments, especially women, that were like that's right you know you stay down for your man and there's a difference between like staying down for a man like ride or die because you love this person this person is actually like changing and there's a you know the other side of that coin where you're like staying down for a person ride or die in the hopes that they will eventually change yeah like you have to actively be showing me that you are changing one and two i'm not gonna just stay here because you know you want me to like you want to keep me on a tight leash while you might change you may or may not like what what i look like what what do i look like <laughs> tell me that boo boo <laughs> i look like boo boo the fool it's or one boo-boo. of your little friends the little the little girl huh? like no no and i really want women to get that idea out of their head that you have to in order to call it love he has to hurt you or you have to go through this extremely traumatic experience because that's not love. That's 
that's not what it is i feel like some guys who don't know themselves make you feel like having someone good in your life as a man is a fairy tale like that doesn't exist but like that is an insecure man you need to run from him because no guy should make any woman feel like doing the little things for you loving you caring for you is is a fairy tale because that's real life there there are people out there who will genuinely make you feel like you are the most special person in the whole world and that's not fake that's not a movie scene like that's real life but you just have to either you wait for that special person or you believe that that person is in front of you or they're going to become in front of you at some point in this lifetime but don't settle for that guy just because he makes you feel like that's not real because that's you've seen it it's it's real i feel like you should avoid any man who makes you feel like loving you is a chore and i'm gonna say that again because i like no, that one that, no i like i that. like that i one. like that avoid any man who makes you feel like loving you is a chore that's not love like and that when men make you feel like that it that kind of effect does something to your mental so that way when you start like dating other people you feel like you feel you pass that on like that toxic way of thinking but it's because that's how you've been treated for so long by this other person that you genuinely feel like that you feel like you don't deserve that kind of love you feel like you don't deserve someone who treats you like a princess or you know who calls you nice names or who buys you flowers just because um and you deserve that like from a person and that's not asking too much either because sometimes we might feel like oh that's asking too much you're not asking too much like if you when the right person finds you they're never going to make you feel like that they're going to make you like top priority whenever they possibly can because it's the difference between like being needy <laughs> you know right. like don't get us confused don't be needy for right. a man or a relationship don't be needy. yeah and sometimes women we have to realize that sometimes it's us i know personal experience like and jasmine can attest to this <laughs> like I am not someone who and it's because of my personal experiences and also my upbringing um, because I I didn't grow up in a household that was like lovey-dovey yeah. or that like show affection through physical action like we I hugged my mom you know but like uh, that's about it <laughs> you know like I wasn't hugged on a lot by my dad um and this is not like a sad like I'm not sad about any of this you know yeah because it was just like how we we were you know yeah it was normal um but because of that I don't know how to I don't know how to accept that from a man so like if I am talking to someone I'm dating someone or whatever and he's like extremely affectionate like physically I don't know how to receive that but that's because I didn't receive that from my father. So I said that to say sometimes we have like issues with our upbringing that we have to address internally. And sometimes it's us. Like I know that that's my issue. That has nothing to do with the other person. Right. 
in past relationships, like you're saying, like it can leave you a bit traumatized and you just kind of feel like I'm like, is this okay? Like, <laughs> this is something like, are you sure? And like in one of my relationships, the guy did make me, he told me that like buying little gifts, like, why are you thinking like that? That's a fairy tale. He told me it was a fairy tale. What? Yeah, no, he did. What, like, like, like what? him buying you little gifts? Yeah, like, I think it would be kind of cute. And he's like, damn it. Like, guys don't do that. Like, you're living in a fairy tale. Wow. And it actually hurt my feelings because it was like my first boyfriend. And I genuinely began to think, I'm like, wow, so this isn't a thing? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy. Clearly. I guess I am until I actually met a guy that made me feel like I was like the most special person in the world and I almost I was like what are you like what are you doing what is this what's happening I don't know I didn't know how to receive that because I thought it was supposed to be a fairy tale so it's just like not letting your past relationships or even with friends like people who can just be toxic and you don't know it because you never necessarily had something better like don't push away better because you're not used to it but like try and work through that emotion and if that person really cares about you they're not going to push you away either because they understand what you've been through in the past and they're willing to work with you I definitely agree and I'm glad you said that about friendships too because you can have toxic friendships like where you think that drama like consistently having drama is necessary for a friendship Mm. and then when you meet someone who's like the complete opposite you're like what's going on like whoa whoa, what is this and I, I I honestly feel that way about you all like you Jazz um yeah, like I feel that way about you all because when I met you both, um, so first of all, we met because they were in a pageant for Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated and I was one of the pageant moms. Mm-hmm. But I honestly feel like it was all like divine timing. Definitely. Divine. Yeah. <laughs> divine timing. And it just like just so happened that we ended up being really good friends afterwards. So, um, anyway, I was like, you know, in a space where I was friends with people who were like, oh, I mean, every time you met up with them, it was like something new, like more drama with something else. And you, when you deal with that, with friendships, you feel like that's how it's supposed to be. Oh, shoot, I got my bright lights on. (laughs) Um, you feel like that's how it's supposed to be all the time. And when you don't have any drama going on something's wrong yeah so when I when I met you all I had to unlearn that like and I I I thank God but you know I had to unlearn that whole toxic thing where you know friendships aren't where you know every time I see you you giving me an update on some tea on somebody or you know, basically along those lines. And sometimes you need people in your life that, you know, you get around. Y'all talk about crazy stuff, silly stuff, like, yeah. where it's not always, like, 
just drama and negativity because that really plays pays a toll like on your mental health as well Toxic, like literally going back to everything we're seeing, toxic and negativity is so draining and you don't even know it, but especially when you're like a kind-hearted person and you're just willing to give all that you got and you're just sucking in negativity, hoping that maybe you can extract it from that person. It's like, it's basically like trying to burn yourself and pull the person out of the fire, but they stay in the fire. So you're just burning yourself, you know? Dang, that was low-key good, though. That was good. (laughs) That was good because, you know what? Oftentimes, you don't even realize you're burning yourself. Yeah. That was good, Dime. Thank you so much. (laughs) That was good, Dime. Because you don't realize it until you are out of the fire. That you're like, oh, wow. (laughs) Like, I was burning up. I was burning up all this time. (laughs) You don't realize it until you are removed from the situation. Wow. Because you think... And it's that's kind of like how when people have, like, domestic abuse mm-hmm. um, relationships, they don't... They can't, like, see how that person is hurting them. Like, they think that that's love. Just like you would think that that's friendship. Right. And it's not until... And, you know... When people are on the outside looking in, they're like, why are they still with that person? Yeah. But they don't see that. You know, they don't know that until they are removed from the situation. And sometimes it takes them a while to be removed from the situation to be like, wow, that was hurting me. And also, like, even with domestic violence, like... I feel like the person can be two different people. Mm-hmm. Like one minute they may beat on you, then the next minute they're like, "I'm so sorry. Like I did not mean to do that. You know that I love you. Like you know that I love you. I didn't. You know I wouldn't intentionally try and hurt you. It's just I lose myself. And like when you're in love with someone, I don't care what anyone says. You cannot just leave them. Like it's something. Love is so powerful that it can just make you do some crazy stuff and like of course people on the outside looking in will say get out get out but when you're in love it's kind of like I don't know how to do that like this is the person that I fell in love with they might be beating me but I love him like how am I supposed to just leave him and of course you're scared too like what like like what do you do and love is really, really powerful. And that's, once again, not in a relationship, but friendships too. Like, when you love your friend, it's hard to cut them off if they're toxic because you care so much about them. It's like, how could I leave you behind? It's kind of like, I'm hurting me, but it's going to better you in the end. You just don't see it yet. Now, thank you all for listening to part one of Homegirl Talk of Diamond Rollins. I hope that you all enjoyed it. Um, If you found something relatable, share it with a friend. Or if you just want to share it with a friend, your cousin, your auntie, your cousin them, go ahead and do so as well. So we can continue to grow our carefree family. Uh, Yeah, I just had to fade it out midway through the conversation because it was long. And part two will be up this Thursday. Do not forget, you will be reminded if you are subscribed um, when the new podcast episode comes out. But go ahead and share it. And we'll see you guys for the remainder of this conversation on Thursday.